Hi, I'm Jane Stahl, retired high school English teacher and director of community relations at Studio B Fine Art Gallery in Boyertown, Pennsylvania. And this is the Be Inspired podcast. My guest and I hope that in the few minutes you spend with us, you'll be surprised and delighted to meet someone new, become aware of projects going on in your neighborhood, and maybe entertain a new way to look at the world. Look, we all need to keep our spirits up in these challenging times, and I can't think of a better way to lift up our spirits than to meet interesting, passionate folks and learn about what they're doing to make life better for all of us. And so, join me now for the Be Inspired podcast. Hello, Be Inspired audience. I'm here today with Brenda Cullen, right? Yes, (laughs) yes, you're here with me. Brenda, and I'm here at the lovely, historic Twin Terrets Inn, and Brenda is the brand new owner. Yes, I am. Of Twin Terrets. Yes, very, very Brenda, tell me a little bit about how you got here and how you came to acquire Twin Terrets. I knew it was for sale a while ago. My father had mentioned something, I think about two years ago, and um, it just stuck in the back of my head, and uh, I kept watching it, and I couldn't stop thinking about it. We came here for a reunion, um, my friend Stephanie and I, and uh, and I was like, you know what, I'm going to own it. I think I, I want to buy that. Um, <laughs> she... <laughs> didn't take me seriously and I wasn't didn't know how serious I was about it but I was like this is a great opportunity um things like this don't come up for sale often um let's just put things together and put a business plan together and see what happens so I put my business plan together and I put my numbers together and um I thought I would have investors and I talked to some people and that didn't work out so I was like forget it I'm doing it on my own so now here we are when you, I always ask this mm-hmm. question of the people that I interview because I'm mm-hmm. a career educator, mm-hmm. okay. Um, when you were in high school, mm-hmm. did you dream about being an innkeeper? Never, no. <laughs> Tell us about your no. background. Oh my gosh, no. Um, uh, growing <laughs> up here, um, it was a strange mix of um, Pennsylvania Dutch uh, yeah. with my grandparents being in Alberta and visiting them a lot. And um, my mother's side of the family was from Connecticut, so going to Connecticut. Mm-hmm. And so it was a big contrast of different worlds. So growing up here, I had great friends and great activities and you know a, a solid education. And I couldn't understand why people wanted to live here. I, and I said that to my parents. I was like, I can't believe you live in this small town. There's nothing <laughs> to do, and why would you be here? And... Um, I went to uh, LaSalle University in Philly, met my husband, um, moved to Washington, D.C., and then have been there for 30 years, I think. Um, and then, but coming back um, a few years uh, in a row for reunions and for other reasons, and seeing that things are changing and becoming, you know, a quaint little town, and mm-hmm. there are businesses coming in, and um, it's kind of exciting. So it kind of, it all, came together at the same time when wow. this was for sale and the town's changing and you have the train and you have uh, Tracy O'Connor's uh, Breakman Cafe and I know she's bought properties and you know 
the candy shop and everything is just so cute and it seems like it's only growing in that direction well spending all 30 years did you say in washington dc this Mm -hmm. is a huge change Mm -hmm. (laughs) and it's funny how once you've lived in a bigger city Mm -hmm. how you end up i mean my husband and i lived in uh, Colorado for five years, mm-hmm. you know, suburb of Denver, yeah. and have some feel for more urban living. Mm-hmm. And it was, it's just charming Yes. to return. Now there are, you know, there are drawbacks to it too. Sure. But um, it, it, and Boyertown is changing. Yeah. 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 And becoming in- more interesting. It is. It's it's exciting. It's a very exciting time to be here, and I can only imagine what it's going to be like in five years. Yeah. So it's a great time to to jump in with both feet and <laughs> and take something on. And yeah. Just update the in. Now, um, audience, I have to tell you, Brenda just you know suggested that she was in Washington D.C. for thirty years. Brenda looks like she's 30 years old. <laughs> but I learned in a previous conversation that, you know, first of all, she felt a little overwhelmed that, you know, all the things that Marianne Deary did here and mm-hmm. how did she manage to do it and so forth. But yes. I also learned that Brenda has six children yes. and anybody with six children knows what it's like to be busy. <laughs> well, and I think that helps a lot being here because you do... I hate the idea of multitasking because I think a lot of times things fall through the cracks mm-hmm. and it, it was a buzzword that people thought was great and then it became something that you're like, it just seems like you're doing a lot of things that are inefficient, Yeah. but there is a lot of having that many kids and running things efficiently and juggling a lot that you can handle and in doing that as far as you know breakfast and people coming in and new software and security systems and... Uh, flipping beds and getting mm-hmm. sheets and so there is a lot of that at the same time mm-hmm. um, which is kind of exciting so yeah. it's it, there, it there's a buzz about it yeah so. it would seem to me that your personality enjoys the challenge Absolutely. enjoys the energy yes, yes gets yes. bored easily perhaps yes. Yes. yes and I mean there is something about you know uh, uh, redecorating and taking in uh, t- updating something and um making it very special and making it your own while keeping some of the past along Let's with it. talk about that. Yes. What are your plans? Um, are they, <laughs> can you speak of them? Yes, I, I can speak of some of them. Um, okay. One of the things, I'm still talking with contractors, um, but I do have uh, a renovation budget and I would like to put the front porch back on. Um, no kidding. Yeah, so where we're sitting actually is where there was um, not the original, the original house was without a porch. They built that, I think, in, in 19, I'm sorry, 18. in 1865. Okay. When they put the turrets on. So, um, and then over the years, they built this and the entrance that they have now with all the glass. But I would love to put the front porch back on. There's something so charming and appealing about oh, yes. a front porch yeah. um, that I, I would love that for guests. So right. That's right. one change. Um, just other things are just you know updating things. There are hardwood floors under here that we're going to have done. Um, you know, just updating everything and making it um, appealing to a younger generation, but not. How do, how do you anyone. see that difference mm-hmm. appealing to a younger generation? Mm-hmm. I think that's 
and you would know with children yeah of, yeah. of an age yes and I think um, and obviously no offense to to the inn currently it's it's beautiful mm-hmm. but there are things that millennials don't if you if you're looking to look at antiques and see what things are, are worth I know growing up uh, my parents were always dealing in cut glass and antiques okay and those are things that now don't have an appeal because millennials don't buy them and if the market's not there and the millennials I'm blaming this all on millennials but if millennials and younger generations aren't buying it there's no demand so mm-hmm. if you come in here and you see everything that's lovely and beautiful here I think there are a lot of things that I want to save um, but I do want to refresh everything I want mm-hmm. everything so that someone can come in and say oh um, I I feel like this could be my home mm-hmm. where I live and I'm comfortable here but it's got some really cool elements to it that are some are Victorian some are a little modern some are um, whimsical uh, but just refreshed so that's really exciting it's kind of bringing all those things together that's really cool yeah yeah now yeah. are you officially moving from Washington <laughs> DC <laughs> that's what my husband was wondering um, no I am back and forth and while there are guests here and there are guests booked until October uh, I will be here um, as for a couple of days in a row mm-hmm. when the when it's really full and then I have people that can come in and help me a little bit so I can go home and uh, and spend time with with my husband, which yeah. would be nice, and um, and my youngest son is a senior in high school, so he'll he's still home. So I'll touch base, and then once we start renovations, I believe in October, I can be home a lot more, um, and oversee things from a distance, knowing the people that I'm hiring that I I trust right. them to do the work. Right. And then hopefully it would be great if we could reopen for Christmas, but wow. I don't know if we if that's in time but I know one of the ideas of all of this is the idea of the Hallmark movie the Hallmark Christmas movie and uh-huh. how beautiful the inns are and the towns are gorgeous and it is just the epitome of this is what Christmas feels like so to have that here and to have my girls help me decorate and my husband help me decorate and just have you know lights everywhere and cookies and trees and, and the <laughs> turrets like lit up with trees and I, it's so You exciting. have a vision. I do. I do. Yeah. Now, yeah. Did, certainly people have told you that the first Friday in December is the annual holiday house tour. <gasps> I forgot that. Yes. Yes. So oh, as no. <laughs> you adjust your construction schedule <laughs> and decorating yes. schedule, <laughs> we will be speeding that up. It's going to be a busy yes. Thanksgiving yes. holiday, hopefully. Yes, but I know that would be gorgeous. And the timing would be great if we could have a grand opening. Um, Wouldn't it? I know. I don't know what'll happen. We but. opened the art studio, B, uh, studio mm-hmm. B down the street, mm-hmm. um, for the holiday open house tour because there are hundreds of people who yes. are in town, and we would be able to introduce ourselves to hundreds of people during that yep. tour. It's great marketing. Yeah, it is. It is very good marketing, and I know it, people are coming in, and people are curious. People will see things being done, and. I would be curious if I was walking by saying, what Absolutely. does it look like in there? What yeah. are you doing in there? And yeah. There are going to be some people that aren't happy with it, or that don't want to change. Right. And there are going to be some people that are very supportive. Yeah. So I'm, I'm cool with that either way. I, I, I can accept people that don't want change. Sure. 
but it's going to change. Yeah. So I, I am, I know who I am enough and old enough to not have that deter me from what my vision is. Right. So. Right. Very, very good. Yeah. Very, very good. So it's a B and B. Yes, it is. We're going to move more towards an Airbnb model, um, security where the front door will have probably a code on it. Individual rooms will have codes on them so that I can change them anytime. So we don't have, so you don't have to worry about losing your key. And then I can also change codes and let people in and out, uh, from a distance. Okay. Uh, we will have that integrated with our software for reservations, which we'll be able to take up. I can take reservations from From anywhere. anywhere. Mm-hmm. Yes, and people can book online on the website. They can book um, probably through Airbnb and through. Um, there'll, there'll be a few different places I'm still looking at to see what the price points are for what they're offering. Um, but I just want, I want it to be accessible to a lot of people, and of course, you know. And your, I got a hold of you through the old number three six seven four five one three. Uh, email still the same in Keeper? For right now, yeah. Okay. Everything is the same for right now. Um, and I do always give out, I've been giving everyone out um, my cell phone, which is... A <laughs> Everybody in the world yes. has mine, too. Yes. I understand. Yes. And, that's, yes. Um, yeah, two and it's fine. Yes. Two people zero, are very respectful. Well, and that's what I figured, is that if people want to contact me, yeah, no one's, no one's going to yeah. call me. I mean, when I was teaching mm-hmm. people had my phone number you're right right and they were very respectful of right. time right and just very respectful so, so I, and, and I need to be accessed at all times yes so that's why it's very important I'm also I'm thinking of getting another cell phone specifically for the inn that I will have on me at all times and we're, we're working out the logistics with that if it's going to be the same number whatever the number is we will have that updated on the on the website yeah on the current twin turrets website right so right yeah Right, right. Well, I am so excited. I know. Yeah, and, you know, I'm friendly with Frank and Marianne and care about them and, Mm -hmm. you know, celebrated with them because I knew Mm -hmm. that they were interested in selling the place. And I'm sure they were absolutely thrilled to hand it over to someone from Boyertown. Yes, I think I... I would like to say I I won't speak for for Marion and for Frank, but they have said they are happy that someone oh, from Boyertown yes. took it over. Yes. So, um, but I remember sitting at the table the first time, uh, months ago, I would say in January, when I expressed interest, and we were sitting at the at this dining room table, and I had mentioned something about what it could become, and Marion instantly was like, "Are you? What are you changing? Like." Are you turning it into something else? And I said, no, no, no. It will still be a place where, where people come and will stay. And that's not going to change. Because I think she was afraid that, you know, a, a corporation would come over and take it. And, and I think that was the fear. Yeah. I, and I'm actually surprised that you do have things like um, graduate hotels, which are going into, say, college towns and taking small inns and turning them into hotels. And they're cute hotels, but they are corporate run. So right. we're not doing that. Right. Right. Well, she has such great memories Mm -hmm. from this place. Mm -hmm. And I, too, um, of, she has one of the, one of the memories that 
I recall over all these years is she loved having people from all over the world Mm -hmm. at this very table. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that always inspired her was to recognize that no matter where where people are from, they care about the same things, Mm -hmm. their families, Mm -hmm. you know, their homes, Mm -hmm. being safe and secure and being able to, you know, to enjoy their families. And um, I just think that keeping that here Mm -hmm. the ability to have people come and stay and you know get to know one another is really important to them yes yeah yes and actually just my we had said something through uh, my family chat with all my kids my husband and oh yes tell me about the reaction oh, oh my gosh they were very surprised i kept everything pretty close to close to my best but I was not showing my cards just because I wasn't sure if it was going to go through it was, it's an SBA loan mm-hmm. and there were a million hoops to jump through I had a, a fantastic um, banker that um, Helen Brainer at Ambler Savings to give her a shout out she could not have been a bigger cheerleader in Limerick uh, in, in Ambler Pennsylvania um, oh okay yes all right so, yeah okay but she is um, she was great and any time that I was like, Helen, I don't think this is going to work. And I don't, I, I think I made a mistake and I think that we should back on. She's like, this is what you want to do. And, you know, take a step back. And, you know, she really could not have been a better advocate for me. Mm-hmm. So um, between uh, Helen, wait, I forgot where we're going. Um, your husband's reaction, your kid's uh, reactions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That reaction. has to be interesting. Oh, yes. Um, so, yes, I was keeping very quiet. And my husband knew the whole time. And he didn't say a lot. He's never seen it. He saw it actually for the first time yesterday when we closed. And um, he was like, if this is something that you want to do, of course. You know, I'm, I'm not going to stop you. And knowing the model that it's going to be and knowing that it, I will have time away from mm-hmm. home. And that's a sacrifice. And it's a huge financial sacrifice. Mm-hmm. We still have tuitions to pay. We have kids. I mean, there are things, there are lots of expenses, not to mention a home still mm-hmm. to see. Um, so uh, we did, we went, he, he could not have been more supportive. And we went back and forth a few times as far as just like, okay, um, there are these things that we can do to, um, to survive this, you know, as a family, as a structure. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's a big deal, mm-hmm. and it's a huge. It, the whole thing is is huge. Everything about it is huge. Um, so he never said no. Not that he not that he would say no because he's the man. Um, he uh, looked at it as if he was one of my best friends, which he is, and said, "Okay, we'll make this happen. If this is what you want." And then there were a few things that came up that were in addition that he said, "Okay, we'll keep going. If this is what you want, keep That's going." That's wonderful. Yes. The yeah. kids were kind of, they're kind of oblivious. They're, they're wonderful <laughs> kids also. But they were like, wait, you're buying a wet? And, uh, and so and they're putting yeah. on their soccer clothes. Yes, they, yes, yes, they haven't seen anything. So they're, yeah. and, but they also know, I mean, they've been to Boyertown a number of times to visit my father. Yeah. So, um, I mean, they know Boyertown. Yeah. So, and they said, well, okay, well, then we can come and we'll be close to. Tell to me who home. helped you with your business plan. Me. Just no me. kidding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, trained um, in that? No, I was um, an English major, and then oh, I similar. Yes, but I, then I ended up going 
on a few different um, paths. When the kids were little, I was I became a personal trainer and then would teach classes um, three times a week at six o'clock in the morning, and I would train some people at five thirty in the morning before the kids had to go to school mm-hmm. just for extra money. Uh, then I would train people throughout the day. Um, when they got a little older, I got a full-time job for the first time in years um, with Living Social, which was, back in the day, it was a big competitor to Groupon, and they had all of their headquarters in D.C. So I was downtown. I managed, uh, we had six offices then, so I managed those offices from the administrative side and then moved more into the financial side of Living Social and kept growing. It was a great experience because you Mm -hmm. would say, can I learn this? How, what's happening here? And Mm -hmm. they would allow you to just go sure, explore it. And then ended up becoming a senior financial um, advisor for Living Social. And then ended up, they let everyone go and we (laughs) we all lost our jobs (laughs) five years later. Um, But after that, then I was a general manager for a, a company that acquired uh, title insurance companies. Okay. So, yes, things that are just So you odd. have a variety of, of, yes. of unique um, experiences. Yes. <laughs> all of them, I think, have to do with, here are many things, can you handle all of this all at once? Because the general manager was in charge of HR. Sure. And budgeting and um, compliance. So it was But this is so different, different <laughs> from all of that. It's paid. And there must have been a nugget somewhere in your past. That brought you here to own an inn. You know what? Um, I those damn Hallmark Hallmark movies. I think that was like, really, that's so quaint. Wouldn't that, that be works. fun to have a Hallmark movie? There you like go. Like one of those inns. Okay. Um, because they do have great memories. I mean, everyone's home from school. My daughter would be home from New York, and we'd sit on the couch, we'd watch them, and be like, "That's that's beautiful. That is like the epitome of Christmas." There so you go. That feeling, and all of a sudden, I'm just. So this becomes available. You know what? Mm-hmm. That says it all. Yeah. I mean, We're creating Boyertown's Hallmark movie. Yes. I think I think it has the capability of doing that. I mean, really. With the train, with everything, all the cute twinkling lights. It's it's a beautiful Well, town. it's just wonderful yeah. to welcome you back to Boyertown. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. And um, I look forward to seeing the decor, all the decorations this coming Christmas during the holidays. <laughs> we'll have a wonderful, wonderful time. Yes. Thank you so much for joining us on the Be Inspired podcast today. Thank you, Jane. And we'll keep in touch. Thank you very much. Thank you for downloading this episode of the Be Inspired podcast. If you enjoyed the Be Inspired podcast, please subscribe to be notified of new episodes. This podcast can be found on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Anchor, Spotify, or wherever it is you listen to podcasts. And we welcome you to suggest people, projects, and perceptions that inspire you. What the world needs now is inspiration. Contact me, Jane Stahl, at studiobbb.org or stop by Studio B. More information can be found in the episode notes. We are eager to meet you and learn what it is you love. This is the end of today's episode, and I hope you find your way today to be inspired.